to Crossroad Church's Sermon of the Week podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Bob Ellis. Welcome to Crossroads Church's uh, summer series. We're doing a little different, as you can tell, with the, the worship is a little more casual. So our worship, different worship leaders are playing and, and leading that. And, and, and uh, yeah, as you can tell, we're doing this from the comfort of our own homes or, or our choices of places that we choose to record. And so it's a little different. And I uh, would like to encourage you to, that we are continuing to meet in uh, San Antonio and also New Braunfels in San Antonio at 11 o'clock and in New Braunfels at 10.30 in English and then 12.30 in Spanish. So if you're, um, if you're looking for a place to worship and you don't have a church home, we would invite you to Crossroads Church. If you're one of the regulars, uh, then we hope to see you uh, this weekend. But those of you are tuning in, uh, whether uh, you're, you're tuning in in person when you go to the services or you're just watching today, uh, we want you to, to be able to connect with God and His Word. And so, so this summer series, I've been calling it a sunlight series and kind of a little play on the words S-O-N instead of S-U-N. And just looking at the, uh, what the Bible says about being light. The other day I was sitting on my back porch and the way the, the sun rises and sets on my house, it rises on my back porch and it sets on my front porch. And so when I'm sitting on the, in the afternoon, the sun is already over on the other side and, and, and I don't have the direct sun hitting me and, and the house is shielding that. So it's kind of a nice, comfortable uh, afternoon uh, when you sit out on the patio. But what's interesting is the sun can't penetrate that part because it's being blocked by the obstacles, whether it's the building structures, the house, etc. The other house is behind me as well. And, and yet light continues to be on that side of the house. And I find it interesting how, how light can just can seep in and get through anywhere. And even if you have a, those blackout curtains and you have just a little gap in your, in your, where the window and the, and the curtain come together, enough light can get in there and can probably wake you up if you're trying to, to sleep late. And so light is a powerful metaphor that, that Jesus uses over and over. And so today I want to look at what he says in Matthew chapter, chapter 14, verse 16. Or chapter, sorry, chapter 5, 14 to 16. He says, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And, and I remember as a kid, we would, we would sing a song, and it would, it would talk about hide it under a bushel. No. I'm not going to let Satan blow it out. I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. I'm not going to sing it to you, but maybe you remember that song. And if, and if you didn't grow up in church, didn't hear those kind of songs, but we, we were taught that as an early age in the church. Kids were being taught that, that you have a light and it's to shine, not to be hidden, not to allow it to be blown out. Um, one of the favorite things that, that happens for kids is they love blowing out the candles and and it's one of those really cool birthday celebrations. And, and probably because it's easier to have the kid blow it out than light it. But, but what if we reverse that? Instead of having the child blow out the candle, we had them, maybe the striker so they don't get burnt, we teach them how to light the candle. Maybe that's not a good thing to teach. Maybe it's better to teach them to put out uh, flames, right? But the idea is 
we 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 put out too much of the light and we 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 dampen it off we we close it off we we cut off the oxygen we cut it off we block it out so people can't see it and sometimes it's unintentional but god has called us to be a light in the darkness i remember the first time i flew into mexico city and, and as the plane was descending it was dark and, and, well at least it was dark before we got close to the city and as we were flying into the city, and this is a city that, that sits approximately 2,300 feet above, above sea level, and, and it spreads out um, some 570-some square miles. So you can imagine as you're coming in, you're seeing these lights that are, well, first of all, it's, it's, it's in a valley, but then it's on top of a higher elevation. And, and so you see this, these lights that go on for what seem like forever. In fact, as far as the, the the window will allow you to see their lights. And then you peek over to the other aisle or the other side of the aisle and, and you look try to look through the window of the window pane of someone else who's flying on the other side of the plane and you're like, the lights continue on. And it was so massive and so amazing. I was growing up in a small town, I'd never seen that many lights in my life. And so as I'm thinking now about this passage, Jesus said, and, he, and, he's, and, and Jerusalem is, is, a, is a key figure here in this passage, and it's also symbolic for, for what he says later in the, in the book of Isaiah on several occasions. But, but he says, you are like a, a light, the, like the, you're the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Well, the prophets talked about Jerusalem being that city. And, and, and Isaiah said this, I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand and I will keep you and make you to be a covenant for the people and a light to the Gentiles. And then a couple other places in, in Isaiah talks about how Jerusalem is that city on a hill. And, it, and it's this light for the rest of the world. So as I'm flying into, into Mexico City and I'm just seeing this, this constant uh, image of light after light after light flickering below as the plane is, is descending in, uh, to the runway I'm amazed with how the light spread out. Um, Jesus used this metaphor to say, a city on a hill, well, there are going to be lights on that city. And so people aren't going to live in darkness on, on in that city or any city. And so they're going to have things lit up, whether it's a candle. Back in those days, there would have been candles that would have been lit up in each of the homes. Can you imagine what the what Jerusalem would have looked like at the base or down below, or any city for that matter? You, you could see it, and you're like, wow, there's a city up there because it's above all the other obstacles. It, it stands out. And Jesus uses this metaphor to, to say this is what the believer's life should be like. He said, you're not supposed to take your light and hide it under a basket. You're not supposed to put it under your bed. I don't know if you were a kid and, and you tried to clean up and you just cram everything out of sight under your bed and you're like, hey mom, I cleaned up. Maybe kids do that a lot. I did that. Um, or throw it in the closet, shut the door where no uh, light could be could shine on it. But God says that's not the light that we're to have. I mean, when you think about Mexico City, it was somewhat comparable to Jerusalem on, as far as the square mileage and, and then the height. But, but what about us? You think, well, there's not enough of us. Maybe there's not enough Christians that, that we can look like a city on a hill. Well, that's a problem in itself. But if you take just a small little light 
and you shine it in the darkness, it shines. Um, you see, Jesus is saying, when you are a believer, it's not in your new nature to not shine. You have to shine. You have to stand out. You can't be hidden. In fact, one, one writer said it this way, talking about believers. They cannot be hidden for their very nature. The kingdom life within them is living testimony to those in the world who do not yet have that light. And so there are people who don't have that light, and we are their only light. And Jesus says, I've called you to that. I've called you to be light in the darkness. And Jesus speaking to his disciples says, you're going to shine like, like a city on a hill. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be able to be seen from miles and miles and miles away. It's not in your new nature not to shine. The, the truth is, it's not normal. It's not normal that, that you and I don't shine for Christ. Um, the, a lot of times, though, we will say, what's normal? What's normal to you and what's normal to me? And, and then how do you measure normal? If you measure normal by the masses, then you're going to find that you're in darkness. If we measure ourselves by what everyone else is doing, then more than likely we're going to be hiding our light. And we all hide our light. We pick and choose times when we shine. The other night, my son wanted to go on a bike ride and it was already dark. And I'd warned him, if we don't go before it gets dark, we can't go because I hadn't charged the bike lights. And uh, he insisted, insisted, insisted. And finally I gave in. But I said, if we're going to go, we have to find some flashlights. And so we found a, a big, a big old flashlight that you, you know, it was just hard to strap to the, to the front of the bike. And, and, uh, and so I'm, I'm trying to tie it to it and maneuver it. And still it was, it was clunky. It was not comfortable, but, but at least we were safe. And, um, and, uh, we were in a part of our neighborhood where it was okay. And it was, uh, there were no cars. It was, it was, it was, it was okay. But it was interesting as we're driving around, even that big clunky light, it wasn't made necessarily for bikes, but anyone could see us. Anyone could tell that there was, now the problem is it was so big, they probably thought we were a motorcycle. Um, but, um, but we could be seen in the darkness. Um, it wasn't comfortable. The ride was difficult because I'm trying to hold on to that and the light and, and it probably wasn't even safe for me to do that, but I could be seen. Christianity isn't always comfortable. Christianity isn't always easy. Being a Christ follower, um, uh, a follower of, of Jesus and what Jesus told us to be in this world is not easy. Um, it's not, it maybe is not in our, our sinful nature and it's not in the, the normality of the rest of the world, but it is in our new DNA. It is in our new normal. Uh, maybe it's a term you've heard even recently after the pandemic. What's the new normal? Well, for Christians, uh, for, for uh, those of us in Christ, we are the new normal, or at least we should be. We are the light in the darkness. It, it's your job and it's my job to light up the way for others. Now, that's difficult because even Paul admitted there's sin. There's those things I want to do I don't do and those things I don't do that I do and, and, and we battle. And, and we have darkness in us. We sin. In fact, the Bible says we all fall short of the glory of God. We've all sinned and we do sin. 
and we stumble. We say things we don't mean to say. We hurt people we don't mean to hurt. We do things we um, maybe wouldn't want to do on a normal day, but we did it. We sin. And, and we have that darkness that that is continually there fighting against the light. And so maybe you think, well, who am I to light up for the rest of the world? The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6, for God said, he, he said this, let light shine out of darkness. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness has shown in our hearts to give the light of knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm perfect. In fact, I know me too well to know that's a lie. Um, but I love how this verse says it. And, and I, may, I may even be taking this a little out of context. But God said, let light, light shine out of darkness. Let light shine out of your darkness. I'm not saying you're perfect. I'm not saying you're sinless. I'm not saying that I am. And, and that's a hard thing for the world who's in darkness. They're like, why would I want anything of you? Because you're not completely you're not completely light. I get it. We're going to look like failures uh, from time to time. But Jesus says, you can't hide your light. Let light shine out of darkness. What Christ has shown in your heart, let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let's pray. God, I thank you for your light that that uh, revealed itself to me when I was a young kid. And, and God, I thank you that um, you don't give up on any of us. And, and I know there are times when we don't shine as brightly as we could or should. But Lord, I pray that we would start looking more like a city on a hill in the darkness and we would start to shine out for all to see so that others would see and others would celebrate as this scripture says and give praise and glory to you because of that light that is shining through us, which is really an originating from you. Lord, would you help us to shine? We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. For more information about this podcast and other ministries, visit crossroadstx.church. Thank you.